welcome or welcome back to Kids Eat Toast sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. I have a little, um, well, actually two toasty facts. Maybe we should start doing that. I don't know. Toast facts. Toast facts. For what? Oh, for the show, of Just course. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what relevance does this have? Two toasty facts for the day on this chilly day. Um, the first one is that Romans invented toast. Mm-hmm. Crazier things have happened. Mm-hmm. And then people in medieval times. How do you say that? Medieval? Medi- yeah. Medieval times used to use stale bread as plates. Wow. Which is just nasty. Stay posted, toasted for more. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the Romans. White people do indeed have culture. Not a pretty one. No. No, well, you, again, you, these hairs I've just start flying onto your face the moment the uh, podcast. I was actually re-watching the podcast, and if you watch it, like, in full speed, I'm, like, constantly adjusting my hair. No. Like, it's on this side, the other side, the other side. Okay, well, again, thanks for that update. Yeah. Anyways, how are you? I always look like the pervert from Charlie's Angels with my hair strapped to my face if I've been sweating or <laughs> doing anything. So, anyway. Yeah, no, but... Um, Life yeah, no, rolls no, yeah. on. You all know, hey? You all know. Just got back from a, a very long run in the yeah. in in the middle of the storm, you know, because different gravy. No, because my friend's a maniac, but I enjoy that energy. And like any runner, I had to tell you about my run. So There you go. But I'm also feeling looser than your uncle after eight beers at the Christmas party. So that is very loose. Who, <laughs> you said it. So who knows what will come out of my mouth this episode. But we're looking to have a fun one. But before we get into what we're going to have a little chat about, Chloe, your weekend um, mm. update. It's always important to, you know, pay attention to people. No one Speak to your it. loved ones and make sure everyone's doing all right. Yeah. Well, very exciting. I watched and I mean, I know this sounds unbelievable, but I watched my first ever game of rugby on the weekend. First live game. Live of, game. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I've dabbled in watching Super Sport before, <laughs> but this was my first live game of rugby. And I must say, it is 10 times more terrifying watching it. It is. In Every person. single. And it was the biggest. Just hear the impact. The impact. Yeah. It is. It's like two, two behemoths running into each other just and, for a, I mean, literally, a possession yeah. of a, a ball. And, yeah. you know, like only 1% of all of them are going to make money from it in the long term. But I suppose that's like anything. But it yeah. was Bish Bosch, Rhonda yeah. Bosch versus Bishops, mm. you know, a big, you know, southern suburbs affair. Oh, Not as big as the time your mom cheated on your dad, but an affair nonetheless. <laughs> and what I really liked about it yeah. is nothing. It's completely overrated, Bish Bosch. Um, I've never been to one before. But it's too busy. You've never been to Bish Bosch before? No, I didn't go to Ronda Bosch or Bishop, so never felt the need. Interesting. You were more the Sax Weinberg. Not, not even. I mean, that, that doesn't really get the people going. Yeah. But no, it was so busy. I think that there were, and I keep telling people, there were thousands of people there. But I have stand by that, right? 100%. Like yeah. thousands of people. I mean, I joked with my dad, how can you pay hundreds of thousands around to send your son to bishops and then you have to watch him play rugby while you sit on the floor? <laughs> and I was like, and the poor lady sat next to us, was so old that once she sat down, she couldn't get back up. It was like she had, you know, been taken out by one of the players. That sounds like Lewis Hamilton's weekend. Oh, more on that later. We'll get to that. But then also, Sam... Maybe what's your hot take on that, though? Is Bish oh. Bosch overrated or underrated? Mm, I think probably overrated. There's mm, just too many, mm. too many people rated. 
So there's too many people there. Yes. And Fiona um, Mallet wasn't. No, come on. Mm, That's just yeah. it's weaker than Bishop's defense. Yeah. I also <laughs> <laughs> I also was like taken back to when I was in high school and mm. like you just see like they're like little gangs of mm. girls. I know. Um, oh, they're they, like pretty yeah. intimidating, quite honestly. I know, and they uh, never at the hockey, always at the rugby. I find mm, that's puzzling. Lots of I was gonna say lots of crop tops, but is that weird for me to say? I don't know. But you it said it, true. not me. But anyways, yeah. But speaking of things that are inappropriate, I got severely sexually assaulted by a dog on the weekend. <laughs> I don't know who's been attacked by a pit bull, but I am a survivor. <laughs> not in the physical sense, but in the in the mental sense, it was a lot to deal with. And this dog was so big. It's like you know, you know, when you do the knee and you knee the dog off, you're like ha ha ha. This dog's like, no, we're not done. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so funny the best way that i can describe it is like one of those mechanical bulls that you have to stay on <laughs> this dog like kept on a hump sam's leg dog and everyone's laughing good. and he's sort of like laughing <laughs> but but not really it was hilarious. no it was too much but anyway yeah what we're going to chat about today is the usual chaotic sprint across politics local news celebrity gods not really because we hate that just a bit of everything so the good party come up uh the social grants that have been paid but haven't been paid comes yeah. up we speak about big dog cyril as per usual we love yeah. we love to chat about zari cyril and all the sort of sports in between because that's the Levens in South Africa. We will touch on Formula One. Someone said that they were missing us talking about Formula One. So here it is. A mm. bit later, though. A bit later. A bit later in the episode. Or maybe we forget about it. Because Formula One, to be honest, has been pretty forgettable. Bought. Bought, yeah. Bought. No, and yeah, exactly. We were, I was going to maybe dive into a Bottas joke, but I thought, now is not the time, Samuel. It is time to get down and party. Or so would... The good party, believe. I mean, come on. They they're the good party. You, they, they're going to draw. Yeah. <laughs> they throw good parties. Hey, that's the one. No, yeah. I mean, if you don't know who, who we're speaking about, it's because their election performance was embarrassing. <laughs> but the good party led by Patricia DeLille yeah. um, are, you know, experiencing some tough times in the newspapers. They are. They are. Should I give the rundown? Give us the rundown. So basically, two prominent members of the Good Party. Which I mean, what is a prominent member in the Good Party? There's a, <laughs> the only thing prominent about the Good Party is you know their erections at these sex parties. <laughs> no one Spoiler even alert. It's sex parties that these degenerates have been yes. throwing. So they're, so they're under investigation for boozing, sex parties, skinny dipping as well, as well as spending part of the um, electoral fund of mm. 200,000 rand on these parties, which Ooh. is, you know, it's never a good thing. Quick to... question. Is it still skinny dipping if you're severely overweight? <laughs> we'll be back with more. Heart eating capitalism. Yeah, I think it is still. Okay. Thank you. You've answered my you question. Know, body neutrality <laughs> and all. Yeah. Um, but crazy. So these um, two prominent members go by the names of Felicity Clausen and Sean August. Sean is actually married. Ooh. So it also came out that he was having an affair with Felicity. Mm. So, uh, yeah, not too good. Not good people. And then apparently they were also plotting to overthrow Patricia. They don't want to empower there's, you know, when people are like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, you're planning to overthrow our current leader and maybe a bit of sex on the side. 
what is going on here? The good party are, are just something else. Yeah. But um, Patricia DeLille, when she heard, allegedly, was so angry that she called everyone to a hotel in Cape Town yeah. and they had another fucking sex party. <laughs> 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 it's, it's the only way she was like how did you guys not invite me i'm dtf <laughs> down to fall in love with felicity <laughs> sean don't worry men are weak but life is long like your penis <laughs> no life is not long you know you got to grovel get your wife back fix relations i, I do i, I mean know. i suppose i do feel sorry Sorry. I mean, that was that was to indicate maybe I don't feel sorry about these, you know, public figures, because we're all just, um, you know, everyone knows someone going through something similar, but it's not necessarily in the news or being um, Mm. spoken about by Cape Verde's number one comedy podcast, Kids Eat Toast. Sometimes, so I mean. Yeah. Had to Google a Cape Verde. I'm not even sure I'm saying it correctly. I don't know what that is. What's Cape Verde? It's a it's a country, I believe. Oh. Let's actually find out because they love us. I, I have a question. Well, actually not a question. It's a pet peeve. Is <laughs> whenever people talk about cheating or whatever, you know, then they always talk about like cavemen instincts. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Just, no, I don't it's in my call. DNA. Like, you know, like men aren't supposed to have one partner. I'm like, okay, then don't get married. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I or be that, like Jacob Zuman, marry multiple people. I exactly. Mean, were, but like, be truly ahead of his time. <laughs> truly. Okay, so Cape Verde, Cape Verde or Cabo Verde, that's, <laughs> that's more Cabo sexual. Verde. Officially, the Republic of Cabo Verde is an, oh, fuck. <laughs> Archipelago? Pelagio. Uh, What's it? Uh, Archipelagia. Mm, th- no. Archipela- Archipelagia. Uh, we just sound retarded when we do these things. Archipelagia. Get it to play the sound? No. <laughs> it consists in a central Atlantic Ocean consisting of 10 volcanic islands with a combined land area of about 4,000 square kilometers. Population, just over 500,000. And all of them listen to Kidzito sometimes. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're big in the charts there. It's here. Archipelago. Ah, there it is. Yeah. I knew it was there. And I, when I saw that word, I knew I was being betrayed. Arch- Archipelago. 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 Oh, thank you. Right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Daddy. I was just picturing having sexual... Not the good party. <laughs> yeah, this, no, not the good this party. is a podcast, damn it. Not the good party. Oh, no. Oh, and also like... Just before we move on to the next, the worst thing is during this whole, like, because it was during a local election, they only managed to get 10% of the votes. <laughs> <laughs> so after all of this, they probably just shouldn't have no. fucked up anyone. Well, maybe they knew and they were like, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> Stop this campaigning and get me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> no one invite Patricia. She's so <laughs> lame at these orgies. <laughs> She's a real Debbie Downer. You know who would go wild at an orgy? Helen Zilla. Why? She's just provocative. She gets no, the people going. I really don't think so. She would. She'd be trying to do butt stuff. No. That she's controversial. gross. She's co- so, Helen, she's doing the butt stuff. I'm just no, talking about it. you to talk about oh, it like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you know, she likes to poke fun at things, you know, poking. Anyway, what happens when you do too much poking is you have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a tough segue. This is one of your famous segues, yeah. But yeah. there's okay. a baby switching in Durban, and you mm. told me when we when we you know did all of our big research that 
this is a big fear of yours yeah my my mom was actually very scared of me getting switched I've just like thought of the different ways like I'll probably have like a like a very noticeable blanket that I'll wrap my baby in I'll probably paint one of her fingernails or his whatever kind of baby I have but it's a real thing apparently one the baby <laughs> What? <laughs> Samuel. So apparently um, about 28,000 babies annually, this was like a stat from the early 2000s, get switched every year. And that's that can be like temporarily or permanently. <laughs> that's terrifying. It is. It is absolutely terrifying. So basically in Durban at, in this hospital, this one um, teen mom gave birth. She went home with her baby, bonding with her baby, and the hospital calls and goes... Yeah, so sorry. Um, the baby you took home isn't actually yours. Um, could you bring it back? And they do a DNA test, and the dad is fucking terrified at this <laughs> prospect. <laughs> um, and it wasn't her baby. Um, and it turns out that her baby might have died. I don't really understand, but it's just really terrible. Chloe, this is a feel-good podcast. No, but that is. That's terrifying. I mean, when you when you did mention the DNA test, mm. it reminded me of um, Amber Heard. No, not not Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. The Jerry Springer show. Sorry, I was just um, uh. I got my white trash topics mess, messed up there. <laughs> but the Jerry Springer show was quite easily the wildest thing that's ever happened on television. Yeah, that is like trash. Closely rivaled by WWE. Watch WWE now. It is so funny. But the Jerry Springer it's show. Same energy, it's the same energy. Crazy white people. Um, nah. No. No. Not at all, actually. <laughs> but the Jerry Springer show was so funny because they were like, let's do a paternity test live on the show. And they were like, the test comes out, everyone, Jerry, Jerry. And, yeah, and these the, people's lives are just about to be ripped apart. And then the father finds out he's not the father. And he goes on like this whole crowd surfing <laughs> mission while the Ooh, mom yeah. like is sobbing there. <laughs> Oh, Jerry Springer, a simpler time in our society. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. My dad would never let me watch that. Yeah. He said it was just too much. No, I mean, rightly so. And, you know, Cartoon Network also is putting some wild stuff out there. I was also not allowed to watch that. I'm going to be a complete lentil head when I raise my children. I'm going to be like a hippie. They're going to taste sugar at their 21st birthday. They're not going to watch this Western media. Or the Eastern media, for that matter. It sounds like you're doing what was done to you. Like, didn't you not eat sugar until you were like seven? That's true. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sad times. Um, but also speaking about babies, I saw this video of Anne Hathaway. Um, I think she was on Jimmy Fallon. The Jimmy Fallon show. <laughs> Sorry. I, you hate him. I don't understand it's why. It's that laughing. Why, why are you always laughing? Why like, are we always laughing? Uh, Hello. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> But no, he's like, hello. And he's like, oh, ha, 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 that's so, it's so great to see you. And you're like, <laughs> how tiring, if this is really him, how tiring would this person be to be around? So tiring. Just a real drainer. <laughs> but actually, I do kind of like him. Though. Okay. I love these lip syncing stuff. No, though. yeah, I like Jimmy Fallon. Mm. But anyway, so she was on Jimmy Fallon. She's talking about how she used to prank people by, because, you know, celebrity baby names are often like. Terrible. Absolutely awful. The so worst. she was like, yeah, we used to prank people and we were going to call our daughter like Delphine or something like that. And I was like, that's not even that wild of a name because mm -mm. I've heard some crazy. Mm. What's the craziest celebrity baby name you've heard? Um, I think the one is um, Moxie Crime Fighter. Wow. 
Who yeah. named the child that? Pendulet. Who's he's, that? He's the guy, he's like a um, magician. It was like the Penn and Teller show. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't, but magicians are just object, yeah. objectively weird. Like he, if you got a rabbit scratching around your schnortus and you just pull it out, that's weird, man. I don't think that's what magicians do. Where does the rabbit come from then? It's magic. <laughs> no, it ain't. It's he's magic. a creepy old dude. He's got like a caravan with 10 rabbits in. Yeah. But no, someone's got a child called Apple. I guess the oh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, you know, there are also just, you know, people that drop the ball and like name their children Patrick. Like imagine you have a little baby. That's not that bad. You see this cute little baby. Hello, Patrick. Actually, that's quite cute. I might have a second thoughts about Patrick. Hello, Patty. <laughs> you have such strong Kevin. feelings. Okay, how about Kevin? Uh, a baby comes out and you're like, that baby. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> it just no, doesn't go. You call him <laughs> Kevin. Baby uh, Kev. Baby Kev. You know, that's also growing on me. I, I, think I think I'm just thinking of cute babies. And then when you attach a name to them, you're like, oh, I can see it. Okay, what is the like? I think Paul. like Sinjin. Sinjin. Now he's just making up things. If someone's like, imagine Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello, baby Paulie. If you say, if you add a Y to Hello anything, baby. it's cute. No, hello, baby Sinjin. Just yeah, <laughs> don't sound right. No. But yeah, I mean, m most of this is just like a white people naming their it kids. Is. Really and it is. And it's a good. Good thing you said that, Chloe, because, you know, we've got once a week we go, we ask big questions, right? Yeah. So one of our questions for the week is, what is white culture? And we decided we went to, we went to a trusty resource, a friend we could trust, the good old internet. <laughs> and we looked at some of the searches that came up there when you go, what is white culture? And yeah. according to a couple of Google searches, here are the universally loved things that white people oh boy we can get <laughs> we can get right behind so coming in not a number one but it heads up the list is avo on toast and hummus absolutely 10 out of 10 it's a thumbs up from me 10 out of 10 thumbs white doctors support this statement yeah exactly. not even one okay up next is yoga and farmer markets how much do white people love yoga and farmer markets so much the actual farming, not for me. So much. I know. There's something about being organic and orgasmic. <laughs> I, my dad told me long ago that yoga was a sex cult. And it's ingrained in my head that people who do yoga are in a sex cult. And then they came out with all these documentaries <laughs> proving that there were sex cults. So well done, dad. You're a whitey with your, your uh, I don't know. But anyway. Okay, I've what got, else do white people I love? One, I, I love this one. It's picking their own fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. Like, who wants to spend time going to a strawberry field? Yes. And, and picking their own strawberries. Yeah, no. Than, but it's it's so true. And the other one that Particularly I really liked. Particularly in America, liked, that, you know. The, yeah. The other one that I really liked was taking a year off. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like the, the luxury of of being white. A gap year is the whitest shit that's ever existed. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I'm about... Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not <laughs> shitting on the old great whites over here. Um, the great white shark being the joke, not like a, a Nazi great whites reference. Just clearing the air. The air. Mm -hmm. Oh, got a bit... Heart rate's gone up. <laughs> um, no, but a gap year, that is the most casual thing you can do. And it's just like, we'll see what happens next year. Yeah. 
You took a gap year. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, all of these things are just proving how white I am. Mm. Um, what else do the... What do cracker breads love? <laughs> I love this one. It's like um, frisbee sports. Ah, <laughs> I don't. That's one thing I'll agree. Like if I see people in a park no. throwing a frisbee, I objectively think you're a loser. <laughs> No, I'm like this. This it's such a big thing. Well, I mean, actually, or life is going so well that you have no other things to do than chuck around a piece of plastic in the park, and people get competitive about that. It's ultimate frisbee. Mm. Another thing white people really like is getting divorced. <laughs> it's true. You know, in like South Africa, like Muslim couples don't really get divorced. They kind of like tough it out. Black people, mm. Jacob Zuma. He's got plenty of honeys and wives. I'll yeah. just add another one to that. White people, they'll be like, we were in just different headspace. So that's why Kevin and Paul, you're going to see a lot less of me. And when you do, I'll be with a random person who you'll automatically hate. Pat Pat. 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 <laughs> crucial uh crucial i mean yeah. cruel no not cruel you know divorce people make mistakes people outgrow each other yeah. everyone's divorced these days it's kind of lame if you're still married if you ask me oh. i just what was that film i think it was called divorce or the breakup or something with scarlett johansson uh, oh is that just with um leonardo dicaprio no isn't that called marriage story no that it is marriage story, but Leonardo DiCaprio is not. Oh, in it's Adam Driver, sorry. Yeah, yeah, driving me insane that that person's famous. <laughs> but uh, what can you do? Yeah. One thing that also pe white people in South Africa love or love to say is like, "I'm leaving." It's like, <laughs> so go then. <laughs> like, we've been at the same bride for ten years, hearing about you move to Australia. Come on now, we'll go pack the bags with you. Fuck off. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, you understand why people leave. Yeah. But, um, not, but not when it's a racist leaving. No, yes. Then happy for them to leave. Get out of But here. also they weren't at the bride that we were speaking exactly. about. Yeah. You, know, you know, we keep it 100 with our white friends. <laughs> I've only got one white friend. Really? Me? No, no, you don't count. Oh. You're like a, you're the next level of white. She said the next level of friend. I was like, oh, oh, oh. no, none of that. None <laughs> of that. I think it's time we move into more sobering South African news. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> we got it. We, we, ha we have a promise to the people. We, we, yeah. we signed journalistic pledges that we bring South Africans and the people of Cape Verde, the archipelago. No, archipelago. Oh, really? Sorry for that slam. Archipelago. Close. Better than me. But anyway, what else is going on? Because we, we, we saw in the news there was a big topic around the 350 rand social grant in South Africa. What's gone wrong there, Chloe? This is honestly a piece of shit. They haven't paid Fighting out... Fighting words from Chloe. They haven't paid out the 350 rand grant for two months now. And they say, hopefully we'll be able to pay it in the middle of this month. But that's, I think, 10 million South Africans um, uh, enrolled. What would you call it? Signed up for Ultimate this Frisbee. Oh, no. Sasa no. Grants. Um, Sasa Grants, which is pretty much, I think, a fifth of our population. So if you think of a fifth of our population being dependent on this 350 rand and going without it for two months, I mean, that is just terrible. Mm. And the reason that Sasa is given is that they're doing um, like means testing. So basically... They're wanting to like work alongside with banks or whatever that 
if you have a, get this, monthly income of more than 350 rand, you don't qualify for the grant. And that could go for you or anybody else in your household. Oh, total, in, total household income. Of three, imagine if you earn 400 rand a month. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's a sad story already in terms of like the bureaucracy and how things don't really work in South Africa. But also to be like 350 rand would really change people's lives. And when you hear that, obviously from, you know, yeah. points of privilege or whatever yeah 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 we get it um it's terrifying that that's how a fifth of the country and yeah. probably even more are living wow a horror podcast we might have to I redefine know. the genre i know no it it is seriously so terrible and i don't understand you know how how money can go missing and um you also, know, how are they doing like a, a test on the poor? Like to see if you like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what is going on? You're like, oh, we'll, we'll play around with you. We might lose a couple of you in the long run. Yeah. Um, what? The government is just nuts. I can't take it. I can't take it, Chloe. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's just too terrible. Do you have anything to you? maybe cheer us up? No. A little smile on our faces. Nah, nothing. A little, little bit of hope. Life is suffering and then you die. <laughs> no, um, well, there's the first electric minibus. Mm-hmm. It's God back, and he he's come with jokes again um, because he's like, ha ha, remember petrol, and then ha ha, remember electricity. Now we're gonna do one that combines both. <laughs> um, so it's not gonna work. And uh, well, I thought that was gonna be a good story. <laughs> be like taxi violence over like a plug point, <laughs> and it's load shedding. They yeah, can charge their taxis. Uh, yeah well, okay well um, i tried my best that it, didn't cheer me up yeah. but money in south africa is depreciating as we speak that's why we are proud to announce our first nft project <laughs> fuck off if guys just for reference if i ever i mean we were joking um if you're listening i'm you know scrambling around the desk here but um if we ever try and sell you an NFT project, just actually I'll, you send DM us. I'll send you the address and you can come and kill me. Because, um. no, it, though, that is literally con central. What? Con? Con central. It's like, it's just oh, con, con men. Oh, con central. Con central. Not consensual. No, it's consensual conning. The best kind. No, um, I don't know. All these NFT projects and... Ooh, crypto fuck i sound like an old man I'm, yeah. I am like a, i'm like this this feels personal i don't know what's is, going on but is. i lost a lot of money on that yeah. fucking ape <laughs> anyway we'll we'll power we'll power yeah. through that because i wanted i saw uh, like this most hilarious article about what a hundred rand could get you in 1980 yeah. I, in I south africa it, like what can you even so the just look at uh, like the sort of equivalent rate, okay. just inflation. Obviously, purchasing power is different, but a hundred rand in nineteen eighty is equivalent to three thousand rand in twenty twenty two. No. Yeah. So in nineteen eighty, a hundred. Oh no, no. Sorry. In nineteen eighty, a two liter milk cost one rand seventy. Now, who knows what it costs? <laughs> I think it costs probably like. 30 rand. Yeah, it is like 30 rand. That's my guess. A bag of Simba chips, 99 cents. Yo, that must be nice. You could buy 100 bags of chips. Then you couldn't skinny dip anymore. 
Anyway, but yeah. So if money inflates and gets bigger, why are we so hungry? Big brain things. No, I feel like that's a small brain thing. Yeah. And someone could probably explain it. And that's why we've got the likes of Snoop Dogg. Because it came out that at one stage he he had a professional blunt roller. And then it came out that this blunt roller had a, a crazy salary for like small, for rolling um, Snoop Dogg's J's. And when the article was released, Snoop Dogg retweeted it and was like, inflation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. So he was like, I'm only paying this guy so much because of inflation. Not the fact that you've got a personalized blunt roller. <laughs> he is, I think, the final form of humanity. Once Snoop you reach Dogg. Snoop Dogg, like you're like crip walking at the... You know, the NFL halftime show. Come on. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Say with your booty. <laughs> that <laughs> what? Not, he goes, G-stop, raw. Say oh, with say your booty. booty. I remember he was like, oh, and then I saw Katy Perry and she was naked. I was like, cool. <laughs> California Girls is a true bop. It's true. One of the boppiest. One of the boppiest. But... Yeah, and then going back to going back to cars. But yeah, but yeah. I think that should be a drinking game. Me, I somehow say yeah, no. I don't know where that crept into my vocabulary, but uh, Claire goes but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. No, anyways. You sound like one of those crazy. What were they? Vultures from the Lion King. Lion King. It sounds more properly like rated from um, um, Nemo, the seagulls. Oh, maybe bye, that's one. Ah, the seagulls, underrated. Underrated. But yeah, no, anyway. So what's happening in the car industry? Because Mercedes-Benz have dropped the ball. Yeah, well, so they're recalling 13,000 cars in South Africa um, because of brake failures. Brake failures. Brakes are not too good on some of the models. that I think they created between like 2006 and 2013. I could be wrong, but I think those are the years. Just check, check the look under your... Mercedes-Benz and see when it was made. Yeah. Also test those brakes. But also, you know, you shouldn't like not stress if you don't own a Mercedes because me personally, I own a Honda Jazz. I'm now scared for when I'm not driving on the road and one of these Mercedes like break down or like how are we all supposed to act now? There's 13,000 of these death traps out there and they say, oh no, don't drive your car anymore. I've been driving it for... 12 years if it was, no, it was a mass right if it was made in 2006. Are you having a psychotic breakdown? I'm not too sure what I'm witnessing. I think I might be. Uh, I don't know what's going on over there in that corner of the room. <laughs> no, but the BMW is also recalling, um, I think it was 150,000 cars Yeah, in, yeah. in South Africa. Ta- oh, I, I'm, I'm walking everywhere now. No, yeah, so um, the BMW indicators are all broken. So. Oh, but I mean... No, it was a BMW indicator joke because they, they're bad drivers. That's right, I said it. If, you, um, if you're driving a BMW, it's a little thing on your left. Maybe it's on your right. You put it down sometimes and let us know where you're going. Um, I can't believe I fell for that. I mean, I think you were having a mental breakdown over there, to be honest. It was like, I, you, for some reason, I think you were moments away from blackface somehow. That's, what? That's the feeling I was getting watching it. I was like... Or what's a black sense? I was like, we're close. Why? I don't know. I, <laughs> I can't explain everything I say, but um, I, I, it's what I felt. <laughs> and something I feel deep in my loins, oh, as a South African sport, and there was, there was just so much sport. 
India versus South Africa. Unlucky India. Unlucky. <laughs> You're done now. <laughs> I don't know how we. I don't know how our little nation contends with India. You know, just from its sort of resources, talent pool, everything, and we just keep beating them. So. You're boring, you're done now, and you're irrelevant, India. <laughs> Every single one of you is irrelevant. I said it. What do you think about the state of India or Indian cricket? Um, honestly, I don't think that it's where it was in its glory days. Mm, um, you know, it's not terrible, but it's not what it used to be. No. It's, then would you say that they probably need Neymar back? Probably, but I mean, I can't really say, mm. you know, the only person who can really say that is the head. The head. Of the of cricket. It, yeah. yeah. So, but you think Neymar being back would help their chances? I mean, who can really say, but maybe. I mean, considering that he's a footballer, I don't think he'd have that much <laughs> influence. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chloe, you're a good sport. You really are. They're People, not good at sports, I'll no. tell you that much, yeah. Um, they're also... In South Africa, in the fourth league or something like that, you know, like if your friend invites you, you go because your his cousin's playing and, oh God, it's terrible. But in the fourth um, soccer league in South Africa, mm. there was a incident of match fixing where there were scores of 33-1 and 59-1 huh? in soccer matches. What? So basically the investigation deduced that there were 41 own goals scored across these two matches and I mean I know Harry Maguire is on holiday but <laughs> he ain't playing in the fourth league in South Africa what's going on here so it was basically just a case of match fixing the one team realized that the other team was match fixing <laughs> so they decided to start match fixing and all to do with the promotion relegation and I was gonna say only in South Africa would you have a score of 33-1 and in the other fixture they were like no we need more 59-1 <laughs> Terrifying. How do you get a whole team to go along with match fixing? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, I can understand if like one or two players are maybe corrupt. A whole team. Mm, money. Money is great there. But they earn so much money anyway. Not in the fourth league. I think they're playing for like a black label. Man of the match, handshake. So... <laughs> No. Okay, well, I mean, then, but I mean, why would you even like get involved in match fixing over a game mm. like that then? Yeah, well, who knows? That's For promotion relegation, Chloe, listen, come on. Arrows. But um, speaking of people who are making a ton of cash, Charles Schwartzel, just that? the South African golfer, just won the like sort of inaugural live golf event. I've seen this about the yeah, live golf event. And like Saudi Arabian money. There's a lot of money going into that. Secure the bag, Shal, and run. <laughs> no, he's made a lot of money. I think he made something like 75 million rand for winning. And then there was a lot of extra money as well. Mm. 75 million rand. That is more than... Well, I mean... Yeah, that is more than you <laughs> That's more Than I will ever have. No, I meant that... I think that's more than some Formula One drivers, at least. Yeah. Also more than we'd earn together. This podcast <laughs> is very successful. To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of Formula One, um, poor Lewis Hamilton's back. I actually can't imagine how much pain he must be in. I saw that footage. <laughs> like that was in his whole run. It was like this. Can you imagine what that does to your coccyx? I heard that. I was like, Chloe, this is a family show above everything. 
No, it's... He's, he said, I think... I, driving I, with Chloe is unpleasant enough, but imagine the porpoising of the of that Mercedes-Benz. It looks truly terrible. Fake news. He said, it was the most painful and toughest race I've experienced. I was just holding and biting down my teeth due to pain. Shame. Poor Louis. If... I mean, if I'd, I'd feel terribly sorry for him if he wasn't probably one of the richest athletes in the world. I don't know. Like I, I ran in the rain for free today. <laughs> That's like you don't hear my sub story. Your choice. I don't think rich people like can't be sad. Or no, can't for be sure. Pain. No, and then um, Ricardo after the race because he had porpoising as well. He said for the first, it's the first time he's had real porpoising, and he was like, it was unbearable. He completely gets what every other driver, like um, George Russell, has been speaking about, mm-hmm. and he'll support um, most motions. To I think the only one who wasn't in support of you know sort of regulations in terms of like heights of the car was Fernando Alonso. Interesting. Really? Well, that's what the that's I what, thought maybe that's what the, the Sky F1 team has said. Bottas is not a vindictive guy. You can see he's made peace with Mercedes and uh, Lewis Hamilton. It's probably a correlation between that and like the cortados you drink. Mm. You know, I think it probably just like puts probably you on, like a chill buzz. No, um, that's the last thing I've experienced with coffee: a chilled buzz. <laughs> you're shaking, you're sweating, you need a shit. It's terrible, but we love it. What we don't love is Ferrari consistently fucking up. Ferrari Yo. is just like Bonotto. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Something like those Bonotto. Americans speaking about soccer. Mar- so- the Premier League. Steven Gerrard <laughs> is an idiot. <laughs> um, Martini anyway, Biotla. Aston Villarreal are playing great ha- rugby, soccer. Anyway, yeah, but no, it's just they, they don't seem like they have what it takes to win a championship as just a, a as a team from start to finish yeah or just yeah they're like organization and strategy yeah. like the and the car the actual <laughs> yeah. fucking car yeah the car and i think Charles and science's cars broke down for different reasons the one was like because of hydraulics i think and the other one was because of it was the engine was mm. like i mean reliability issues should be a conversation between you and your friend that you don't want to invite to your wedding it shouldn't be <laughs> the pinnacle of ferrari ferrari it's a real ferrari it's but, a shame man. so yeah only two of the six ferrari powered cars drive to survive the race <laughs> not good nice one N- uh, not good at all but you know pray for lewis and he's back <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm actually a lewis hamilton fan i don't know why i've, I've presented as so anti and uh what's the nickname for lewis hamilton the goat oh no, it's not that's not really a nickname so people so hamilton i don't know hammy hamstring we're working on it. We're working on it. Mm. But uh, Father's Day is coming up, Chloe. What are you trying to say? Hmm? I think it's through Father's Day and other well-marketed events, the white male can return to his former glory. What are you talking about? Well, no, I mean, I, I guess if you take that out of context, that sounds bad. Um, I just think, I think, you know, it's good for the white guy. He's coming back into what? popularity. You know, he's been beat up a bit. He's Why is Father's Day about celebrating white fathers? <laughs> no, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say Father's Day was about... I was just I'm saying, so I think... I'm so confused. Uh, me too. I don't know. You've got me up against the ropes here. 
Um, how are you trying? Uh, what is this smear campaign against me? When did this start? <laughs> you always say this. Right? No, I, I mean, I was just trying to make a, a, a joke about white people. <laughs> and now you got me with my back against the wall. It's time for a divorce. <laughs> but no. I, Father's Day doesn't have the same hype as Mother's Day. Apparently, I think there's like a 40% drop when like the amount of gifts bought in like the lead up to Mother's Day compared to Father's Day. Uh. Like, and like, you know, like when you get your dad, it's like another one of those like absolutely atrocious ties. Maybe uh. this year it'll be with cupcakes on it. It gets relegated to the back of his cupboard, never Literally. to be worn. No, or, or the know. shaving kits. I was like, Oh, yeah. Guys, we've done this it's dance before. Yeah. My dad, um, he, he doesn't want this. It's either, so yeah, yeah. It's either a tie, shaving kits and like cologne, or it's something for the burai. Yeah, or, no, you know no, what I mean? Or like, something for the house. Yeah. No, your mom's like, we need this casserole uh, bake dish. And your dad's like, okay, thanks, guys. And then everyone's surprised when he kills himself. <laughs> that was I mean no, I even when I was when that was at the tip of my tongue I was like this is not even remotely funny you wild you wild for that a, yeah this is like an audio only podcast it's something that uh, comes up in a lot of conversations like suicide is so s- selfish and when like Ricky Rick passed away I heard a lot of like online pundits or like media people being like, oh, he was a parent. It's so selfish. How could he leave his kids and his family behind? I was like, uh, just a really, I think, unfair assessment of suicide. I mean, people aren't in a rational state of mind when they when they choose to take their own life for whatever reason. I don't think it should be like explained away or because their parents it's inexcusable. It's Mm. obviously a tragedy for all involved. Yeah, they're Um, they're very sick. And I think that's just why people have said that people die by suicide instead of committed suicide because it, you are dying from a disease. Oh, I mean, no, that's just organizing words to make everyone feel better. But yeah, <laughs> I, I can see why it's a thing. Yeah. Then I, yeah, it's, oh, Jesus Christ. What's going on with this podcast? Okay, should we, should we move on to our question of the week? Uh, we did a question of the week. It's now questions of the week because we forgot to put a fan poll out. We didn't submit that. To you, the people, so you couldn't submit your responses. So now we did two questions of the week because I'm fascinated by our vice president of South Africa. Before we say his name, let the audience members just try and think of it because I think that a lot of people don't know who our vice president is. Okay. I mean, okay. there's your moment. <laughs> Whoa, did we get you? Did we? So he is, of course, David Mabuza. The coolest thing about David Mabuza is not the fact that he's been poisoned on multiple occasions, has sketchy, tender history, is terrifyingly revered and respected in provinces around South Africa and known mm-hmm. for like being a bit of a, a, a dare I say, criminal. Mm-hmm. The coolest thing about David Mabuza is his like, barrage of nicknames. And the best one is undoubtedly David Mabuza, the cat. From Mpumalanga. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? I'm willing to give this guy a chance. But, Not really. But you know that he he gave that to himself. The coolest sort of nickname. Like he like <laughs> self-elected that nickname. He started called because of the poison attempts. Can't he was me, like bitches. nine lies, and he started calling himself the cat. Yeah, and I mean, 
So he's got a history of well, sketchy, a rap sheet and a half, you know, yeah. and I mean, a rap sheet for those of you listening is not a SoundCloud sort of a offering. Rap. It's, it's, you know, it's not good. So four days before Christmas in 2009, 14 million in cash was stolen from David's farm. That's how I refer to him. He also goes by DD, which is I also so that. cool. Yeah. Near Barberton. Double D. In Mpumalanga. And so, I mean, he's fit to be president yeah. because Cyril had a bit more than him. That's 76 million rand. That's why he's the real president. David only had 14. Um, and yeah, it was months before the 2010 Football World Cup. And rumors were doing the rounds about it being bribes, kick, you know, Tenders. kickbacks, all that sort of stuff for yeah. the um, stadium that was built in Nalspreit. I think, it was, what was it? In Bombela, mm. or something like that. But also, this is all allegedly because a lot of the, well, actually, I think it was confirmed that two whistleblowers were assassinated. Florida, aka Flo Rider, was shocked when he heard that. Can you blow mouse? <laughs> it was a reach. It was a reach at the best of times. I think I should actually just be mabuzed and assassinated for uh, that's they got mabuzed. Sounds fun. No. No, it sounds like you got drunk cuz No, but also mabuza. You don't know. This is all alleged. You don't know. We don't yeah, no, we don't know, but Girl, we do I'm know. So scared, we yeah. do know that he is he is deeply feared. Where he originates from. For whatever reason, we don't know. But, um, and the, like John Steenhazen uh, is like, no, no, like we must invest, investigate Cyril, but not too much because we know that we, we can't have David. <laughs> Guys, we draw the line at David. <laughs> no, David, sorry. <laughs> okay, and if you want to ask any more questions, please direct those to my secretary. I'm going back to the Ukraine. Just to pop in again. <laughs> Actually, the weather there, fantastic this time of year. Taking the family. But also investigate corruption and, you know, the ANC and stuff. <laughs> That's ANC. <laughs> it's so tiring becoming John Steenhazen, head of the DA from time to time. Oh, well. Someone's got to do it. Someone's while he's touring the it. Ukraine. Time for that part of the show, Chloe. Overrated underrated we forgot about it last week i'm ready to swing for the fences so buckle up subscribe to kizzy toast sometimes we appreciate it we love having you here we do and go rate the podcast damn it come on come on come I, on i love any youtube videos when they're like we'll wait we'll, <laughs> we'll wait, wait for you to do it <laughs> then you're like okay i'll wait longer i'm in bed eating ice cream <laughs> i got all day bitch <laughs> okay have you done it okay sammy take it away chloe Yo, I'm so hungry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated, underrated, get ready for it. BMW drivers. Overrated or underrated? BMW drivers are severely overrated because what they do is not driving. It's an obnoxious form of transporting themselves from one part of, you know, the province to another. Hopefully... It's not just interprovincial travel. That gets a bit much. But they, I just find them too much on the road because they don't, you know, respect the road. Overrated. Okay. Overrated or underrated skinny dipping? Skinny dipping, if I speak, I'm in trouble. Next. <laughs> I, I can't do that one. Have, I, you, have you ever skinny dupped? I have. Yeah? I have. Um, Wasn't it, what was the experience Skinny like? dipping as a man is stressful. You know, because it's 
you know, it's cold out there. I don't like swimming. You go, hey, shower, not a grower. I mean, whoa, reverse. Uh, that's a fun, uh, uh, you know, jumbling of words, you know. You, 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 and then you're like, come on, do something, you know. <laughs> then you get erect and you dive into the dam and like, why is he erect? This so, just reminds me of the scene because we were recently watching Top Gun mm. and where he gets... Oh, he gets an erection on the beach and then his penis gets stuck. That's not Top chair. Gun. That's um, Baywatch. I was like... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Same kind of sexual energy though. But yes, yes. The Rock, Zac Efron, boobies. Overrated <laughs> <laughs> or underrated Father's Day? Underrated. Mm? Um, because the gifts suck. So we need more attention. Like... Your dad doesn't want a sock to pluck into. He wants a heartfelt card. Oh, Sammy. <clears throat> I mean, you see, here's the problem, you know. We don't even give our fathers the agency. That's gross. Okay. <laughs> I tried. Would we say the same things about masturbating moms? Perhaps not. <laughs> what world are we living in? <laughs> What's the last one? I got to get out of here. It's gone okay. too crazy. Okay. It's, it's gotten too crazy. Overrated or underrated, the cat from Mpumalanga. The cat from Mpumalanga as a nickname is the most underrated thing I've ever come across. I actually want to get a tattoo on my body that says the cat from Mpumalanga because what a talking point. Um, David Mabuza as a politician, overrated. And please don't become president. Bye. John Stenhazen, soon. Soon. Yeah, I think that's it. That's, that is the show, Clodog. Woof, woof, woof. Thanks for joining me. I had lots of fun, but I am also very hungry. That's like true. Like I said already. I mean, what, what a way to disrespect the, the lovely loyal listeners who tune in and watch the show. Get out of here. I would go full on anorexic for you guys, but um, debatable end. We thank you for your company. We thank you for your time. Remember to do the YouTube things. We appreciate it. And I'm sure you'd appreciate us appreciating you. Bye. Bye.